Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So someone needs to hear this, okay? Someone needs to hear this. You are not late. You are not late. You are not late, okay? You are not late to achievements that God has planned for your life. You are not off clock. You are in season. Alright? You are in season. You are in season. Mm -hmm. For I know the thoughts I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good. Mm -hmm. To give you a hope and a future. To give you a good hand. You are not late. The clock of your life is not off. You are in season, okay? And you will see the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. And right, let's jump into the word. Right. Intelligent by the Spirit. Intelligent by the Spirit. Okay, is that a testimony or something? Pretty, sorry to drag you back. So that thing that you said, like, unearned favor is between you and God. Yes. However, you need to show moral excellence, discipline, and other things to what? To earn favor, is that what you said? Yes. So let me put it this way. So God gives you unearned favor between you and him. You got mm -hmm. saved by unmerited, unmerited favor. That's what we call grace. All right? So mm -hmm. that favor, you know, with that favor, that, you, that unearned favor gives you, this, gives you his spirit. So his spirit now works in you. Okay? Moral excellence, applying yourself in work, solving problems that now give you that now gives you favor before people. Mm -hmm. So let nobody think that you will just show up unprepared and say, "I have favor." God will give favor before men. God does not give lazy favor. Okay, favor before men is end. Okay, what God gives you is capacity to end the favor. No one will see favor in the scripture. Let's look at people that were favored. Daniel, Abi. Joseph, Abi, uh, check their lives. Okay, let's. You have to check to see if the favor was on end or if they sought problems. And you see that they sought problems. So we see from scripture that favor in the marketplace is not just. <laughs> it is that God works in you to solve problems. Okay, the, by solving problems, you now end the favor before men. So what God gives you most times just is entry. Okay, opportunity, opportunity to 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 show yourself worthy. Do you understand? But God will not lift any man beyond, beyond, his, beyond his capacity to solve problems. God will not do it. God will not, God will not put you where you fumble and, and mess up everything. God, will, if it happens, it's not God that did it. Some people get promotion and they say, God, God did not. If, if you are not ready for it, God did not do it. So many people just, you know, people ascribe everything to God. People tend to ascribe every good thing to God. No. Some good things are not God. It's just natural process. It's just, it's just some, it just happened. So, if you get to where you're not ready for, you pass an exam you did not prepare for, you know. You got, you got, you know, you got, you became, you became doctor by defrauding the whole system. You know, I got to make you a doctor because we're fine. Okay, so, so we have to look at the practicality of how God works. And this is where, this is where most of the church misses. And this is, this is one of my major concerns these days that we don't understand how God works. Okay, so I see a lot of funny things online, and I'm just like, Nigeria does not understand. Nigerian believers, the serious ones, don't understand how God works. And as long as we are like that, Nigeria will keep repeating the same cycle. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. 
you want God to fix Nigeria without us, without us apply, applying ourselves to make good choices. I don't know how to happen now, but all through scripture, I know where it happens, and all through ministry, I know where God sees the will of men to make it happen for them. I've not seen it, but I've seen God walk through people to make right choices. Hmm? I've not seen where God stole someone, stole someone with money. No, I've seen where people walked by the grace of God to earn money. So we have to understand how practically these things work. It will help us a long way to live out in Christ's life. Okay. The problem is that we have not applied ourselves to understand practically how the in Christ's life works. So the Bible says, Ephesians 19, that my God shall supply all my needs according to the riches in grace through Christ Jesus. People are waiting for a lot in their account. It will never come. It's not a cost. It will never come. Okay? Riches of the glory in you. Is the Holy Spirit in you that will work in you to solve problems that will, that will bring resources? Do you understand? It's the grace in you that will supply that will supply your needs through. Is the Holy Ghost at work in you that produces in you moral excellence, ability to solve problems that will then earn you the money? So the supply is the Spirit. You will then use the Spirit to solve problems. Okay. Otherwise, if we don't understand this thing, you will be suffering. I'm wondering why you think God is doing you. You think God is telling you to wait, whether you are wanting yourself by not practically putting yourself, you know, to work to make to get things done. Do you understand? So the practicality of it. So some people say, eh, but people send pastor money. Uh, it's number one. <laughs> you are not a pastor. So, <laughs> so and number two, the pastor is solving problems by the spirit within, teaching you, blessing you. So it's because it's such your, you don't just get your pastor, you just, you just give to me randomly. Why? Because I'm solving a problem for because I'm blessing your life. It's not just, it's not just, um, it's not just, it's not just, you know, it's because I'm valuable to you. So that's the point, okay? Producing value that can be transferred into cash. Producing value that can be turned into cash. So people now say, okay, eh, but God sent, God sent, you know, the prophet who can tell you, man, to give him money. Okay, let me now ask you, if, if God tells you now, to can tell a widow to feed you, we don't answer you. If God tells you, now go and tell the widow on your streets to give you a last meal and be blessed. We don't answer you, no. So you get the point, okay? Go and walk. <laughs> Full stop. Go and apply the spirit within to solve problems, okay? The practicality of how God works would, would, would give you would give you a lot of, of wisdom and practical practical guidance. Hmm? When God says God to provide, how does God provide? Now, when you know you provide, you will know to use your common sense. You will know to manage things well. Amen. Are we together? If you look at your life history, I see God provided for you and look at, okay, so last year when I was in it, God provided for me by giving me a new job. I was not earning salary monthly. Okay, now that makes you know that, okay, so for my next level of profession, I have to apply myself to get a better job that will pay me monthly. Stuff like that. It's not as too good. You just wake up for money and send me money. So, if, so that, that, that makes you understand that. So even when it supplies my needs, when it, when it supplies me through my job, I have to plan. I have to save. I have to be practical. Okay, we have to understand how the how God's provision works. It will guide how you use the resources in your hands. Do you understand? It will guide. There is no something to call faith is stupidity. Hmm. Something to call faith is African religion of, of you know African African religion is very rational. Is Shango just wake up and just send thunder unprovoked. You know, if you just annoy me a little, you can you can you cannot, you cannot you don't know what you will do. Are we together this morning? You know how the how the African gods are okay. You know there's a way this 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 background religion begins to seep into how people see Christian the Christian God. People can transfer their beliefs from the from their from the African religion over time and begin to break into how they see God. So they see in a, in a rational God, 
that just does that just blesses you randomly. Okay. So it's why people don't understand that you have to plan, you have to manage, you have to invest, you have to save. When you understand it, that the way God provides is through your work. We know that when the money comes in, there has to be a plan for spending, not just my God will provide, you know. So these are the things that I'm concerned about more. This is the practicality of our faith work. The practicality of our faith speech. How does it produce? Okay? So part of why we're having these conversations, okay? What the Holy Ghost does in the believer. What it does in you. Okay? Intelligent by the Spirit. Alright? So we'll see what's fire this morning. That's why I sang, Nothing compares to the promise I have in Him. What is this promise? The promise of God that we have in Him is not some promise of the sweet by and by. The promise is the Holy Ghost within. Ephesians 1.13 says, The promised Holy Spirit. Let's go there. Ephesians 1.13. Ephesians 1.13. Ephesians 1.13. You still lie awake? You still lie awake? Remember me while Okay, I Good morning. Where's your face? Okay, I've seen your face. Good. That's and it. you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit. Look at that. So the promise is the spirit that we have now been marked with, that we have now received. So we have received the promise, and nothing compares to the spirit within. Galatians 3.14 Galatians 3.14 Galatians 3.14 Galatians 3.14 He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Look at that. So that by faith we might receive. So that we that believed we have now received the promise of the Spirit, okay? And nothing compares to having the Spirit within, all right? So, you know, what God was telling Abraham, that the time will come when men through your seed, Jesus, will receive in them the life of Christ. We receive in them the Spirit of Christ. And nothing compares to this. So, we then have to begin to ask ourselves, okay, to dig in into what it means to have the Spirit within. It's why Paul prays that we may know the glorious riches of his inheritance in us, the Holy One. That rich inheritance is the Holy Spirit. Paul is saying, he was praying that we should need to understand the inheritance, the import, what it means to have the Spirit within. So that it is so deep is a prayer point that the vast riches of the Holy Ghost within is so vast, is so deep, that is a prayer point for us to understand it. So meaning that if I don't understand it enough, I'm starting with something. I'm losing something. If I don't maximize it, I'm losing something. Something is amiss. If I don't dwell on it, if I don't feed on it, if I don't walk in it, something is missing in my life. It means that if I don't, uh, if I don't live by it, okay, you can be saved. 
but not live looking like the saved one. It's why Paul says again in Colossians 1, that we may live a life worthy of him. So we live a life worthy of him by understanding. Say, I pray that you have, spirit, you have spirit knowledge by the Spirit, that we may live a life worthy of him. Meaning that if we don't know, we can't live worthy of him. And I'm convinced that most believers don't live worthy of him enough. Now, we all live worthy of him to a degree, but most times there's still a lot missing and lacking. You know, I'm concerned that when I get to heaven, or when, when I see Jesus, I'm concerned that, you know, um, I don't know what I see him, that, you know, I will see, I will see some, what I know that I know Lambano. I know. that matter what I Lambano, when I see myself, oh, I could have done that also. I know that. But I don't want the gap to be too much. Do you understand? I don't want the gap to be between what was, what was possible and what I attained to be too much. In a way that will be hot so bad. You to pain. It's a pain. If you're not feeling like, oh, that was unnecessary suffering. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. That was so, you know, I don't want the gap to be so much that it hurts so bad. Because when we see him, we will be like him and we will see him as he is. Because why? when we see him, we will be like him, okay? So I don't want the gap between between what I what I then see and what I experience on the earth. So meaning, I must continually be on a progressive journey of knowing and living out realities of my being in Christ, of having the spirit within. Amen. So Christ did not come to give me religion. Mm -mm. He came to create a new race. Ephesians 2.15 Ephesians 2.15 Ephesians 2.15 Ephesians 2.15 Ephesians 2.15 Yes. They are setting aside in his flesh the law with his commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. Look at this. His purpose was to create one new humanity. One new English there is one new race. Okay. So there is a in Christ race. We are called new creation. Meaning we are different from the regular mediocre old stock. Yeah, you are different from the regular mediocre stock. We are a new race of people. And the mark of this race is the spirit within. The spirit within is the differentiator of this race from the other class of men. So when God sees the world, God sees two races, the in Christ race and the Adamic race. Okay, so we have the race of the second Adam, the in Christ race. So, and this race has a superiority, okay, that is, you know, that is, that is marked by the Holy Ghost within. So, we have to understand this and live like it. So, this new race has a new quality of life. John 10 says, he has come to give us life, life in abundance. So, there is a quality of life in the believer that is vastly different in the quality of life with the unsaved. First John 5 12 says, He that has the son has life. That does not, does not have the son does not have life. So there's a mark, there's a remarkable difference in the quality of life in the believer. And we must live out this life. We must be aware of it. We must then place a demand on the life of Christ in us. 
Amen. So he came to give us life. And this new life in us must dominate our daily affairs. In moral excellence. This means I must deliberately, is deliberate too, is <laughs> deliberate. Deliberately apply myself to be morally excellent. Again, grace, you know, what we have, the Holy Ghost is, a, is our helper. Meaning that he helps us, we must do. We still have the prerogative of agency to, you know, to do the right things. So he, he, won't, he, won't, he, won't, he won't make you do the right things. He will help you do the right things. He will, he will nudge you, he will teach you, you will be. So we have to deliberately apply ourselves to morally excellent. It means that I deliberately do the right things at a personal cost. So, for example, for example, this one, will, this one will, will sob some of us, slap some of us. Okay. So, for example, I can illegally stream movies and football, but I know it's illegal. So, being a believer means I should not do it. I should pay for the football. Someone is looking to the side. God has forgiven you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay? That's the... See, if we don't apply it practically, we, be, we are being fraudulent. And that's the truth. If we don't apply it practically, we are being fraudulent. We are behaving like the world. We can't only say we are, we are in Christ. We must deliberately live it out. So, I know it's, even for sometimes it's tempting. Okay? It's tempting to... Ah, 34 pounds. <laughs> okay? Per month. But... That's what it means to be a believer. That moral excellence by the spirits. And it's deliberate work. It's deliberate. Okay? So it's why God will not make you do it. He will give you great instruction. You will say, okay, I will be. There must be a difference in the quality of life of this race. Alright? Also, ability to solve problems, capacity to solve problems. It must show moral excellence and capacity to solve problems. Alright? So, we reign in life through Jesus and we display the manifold wisdom of God everywhere. It is through us that the world will see the wisdom of God. Romans 5.17 Romans 5.17 Romans 5.17 Romans 5.17 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 5.17 For if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and gift of the and of the gift of righteous reign in life Look at that. through one man, Jesus Christ? He says, how much more? He, how much more will us who receive God's what abundant provision of grace? Hallelujah. It's only if the Bible is lying. See, what we have is an abundant, yeah, abundant, lavish, overflowing portion of grace. This, how much more will we reign in righteousness, in life, through Christ Jesus? So, we are called to reign, okay? Our quality of life is a reigning quality of life. Ephesians 3, 7 to 10. Ephesians 3, 7 to 10. Ephesians 3, 7 to 10. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the Holy Spirit, through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me 
to preach the, to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. Please pause. And to make look at this pause again. Again, it's usually use of terms. To preach to the Gentiles what the boundless riches of Christ. He says this, this, this in Christ's life as boundless riches. We need to believe these things and place a demand on it. Go on. And to make plain to every and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. He says, I want to make plain to everyone the content of this ministry, of this ministry of Christ. I want to make plain to everyone the administration. Okay, the import, what it means, how to apply it, how this life of Christ works through us. So that so that they will know that it's through the church that the world will see the many sided wisdom of God. The world will see through the church the many sided wisdom of God. We are the race that will display the goodness of God. The in Christ race are the people that God has designed to display his goodness. We are God's billboards. We are his ambassadors. We are his adverts. Okay? It is true us that men may see your good works, the quality of your life, and glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost in us is the enabler of the life of God in the believer. The Holy Ghost in us is the enabler of the life of God in the believer. Okay? Just, just left the Spirit so that we can live the abundant life He wants for us. In the Spirit of God, okay, so that we can, by the Spirit, live out the abundant life. In the of the Spirit of God, Jesus left us the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, so that we can, through Him, by His support, by His help, live out the abundant life He wants for us. John 14, 15 to 18. John 14, 15 to 18. John 14, 15 to 18. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me. That's okay. 14, 15 to 18. Look at that. Oh, sorry. He says, I will give you another advocate. Look at this. What's the next thing? To help you. Mm, to help you. Okay? And be with you forever. To help you and be with you forever. He says, the spirit, the word cannot receive him. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost is the heritage of sons. Is the heritage of sons. Is the inheritance of the children of God. Hallelujah. And it puts us ahead in life. The Holy Ghost is in you to help you. John 15, 27, 27. John 15, 27. John 15, 26, 27. John 15, 26, 27. John 15, 26, 27. When, when the advocate comes, yeah. whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. 
and you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning. Look at that. When the advocate comes, I, li I like the name, the advocate. Making you understand his job, his advocacy, the advocate, the helper. When the helper comes, hallelujah. So you already know what he's there to do. He's there to help. Hallelujah. He will teach us. He will remind us. He will guide us. He will counsel us. He's the helper. So say after me. Say after me. The helper is in me. The El Shaddai is in me. The El Shaddai is in me. The all-sufficient one is in me. So I am never without help. I am never stranded. I am never alone. All the help I will ever need is within by the Spirit. So if I ever have a need, I will place a demand on the Spirit within. I will place a demand on the Spirit. Hallelujah. If I ever mm -hmm. have a need, I will place a demand on the Spirit within. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. If I ever have a need, if I okay. ever feel stuck, if I ever feel anxious, if I ever feel tired, if I ever feel worried, if I ever have to solve a problem, I will place a demand on the spirit within me. I will place a demand. I won't just do like a normal human being, just mourn and cry. Oh, this life is just one kind. Christ will just come back. Just they come I'm not No, no. I will place a demand on the spirit within. I will place a demand on the Holy Ghost within me. So when people sing, when people sing, there is something that makes me come into your presence, my helper. Now they have correct. Mm? They are only half correct. Why? The helper is the Holy Ghost and he lives in me. Hallelujah. So I'm not coming in and out of his presence. No, he's in me. I'm not coming in and out of his presence. The Holy Ghost is in me. I am one with the Spirit. Hallelujah. He has made me his home. Whoosh. He has made me. So I'm a walking, talking, you know, moving carrier of help. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to enter his presence to get the help. No, I have the help. Okay. I only lay hold. I place a demand on the help within. Hallelujah. He has made me his tabernacle. He has made me his home. So when I think of this, when I think of when I read scripture, and I think of this, I just like, oh, but hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. And when I think of the things man in Christ, of the depths available in me, available to me, I just, I just respond, oh boy, hallelujah, glory, glory. Is why Paul says, giving thanks to the Father, Colossians 12, 14, who has qualified us. To partake of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Now, this thing that's so good, Paul says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to partake of his inheritance, you know, in the saints. So, this inheritance, what we have in Christ, you know, should provoke thanksgiving. When I think of the truth of God's word, thanksgiving is provoked. Right, Paul says, I always give thanks for you because what you have in you is thanksgiving worthy. I always give thanks for you. When I pray for you, I'm always thankful. Ah, you have you have the life of Christ. You will have the help of God. It is worthy of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to Jesus. So, the greater one is in you. 1 John 4, 1 to 4. 1 John 4, 1 to 4. Let's go there to life. 1 John 4, 1 to 4. 1 John 4, 1 to 4. 1 John 4, 1 to 4. You dear children. Cameras on back, camera on back, camera's on back. Don't don't slay us. 
Rules are rules. You, dear children, are from God yeah. and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than First John one 4, 1 to 4, from verse 1. First John, yeah, 1 John 4. 1, oh, to, one four. to 4. Sorry. Um, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out in the world, into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God, Oof. and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Oh, that chapter, oh, that verse, go to 2 Timothy 1, 6-7. 2 Timothy 1, 6-7. Oh, that's in one place. We're going to come back to it, okay? 2 Timothy 1, 6-7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the um, into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Look at that. So, John says there are many spirits in the world, so don't believe every spirit. He says, but test if that spirit is from God. So, every spirit that does not align with your in Christ realities. That's not, that's not like what Christ has come to do in the flesh. Okay? It's not from God. All that. Paul now says, God has not given you the spirit of fear, of timidity. But John says, don't believe every spirit. So, when those thoughts of doubt, of smallness, of anxiety, of imposter syndrome, of I can't get that job, when will I finally, when will this happen? How will I succeed? How will I ever be, be meaningful in life? How will I, will I ever, will I? It says, don't believe every spirit. Meaning that, don't give those thoughts in your head airtime. That that voice is not God's voice speaking to you. Okay? That voice, he says, don't allow it. For God has not permitted you a spirit of timidity or fear, but of what? Of power. Of control over your future. Oh boy. Of control over your destiny. Power means control, capacity. So it means I have control over my realities. I can create my tomorrow. I can shape my tomorrow. The spirit of power. I can dictate. I can plan. I can make steps. I can I can create my future of power, of love, and of self-control, of self-discipline. So when those thoughts of I will lie, how can I? This thought here, this worry, this addition there, this problem, this sin here. No, 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 no. I don't believe every spirit. I refuse to believe every spirit. I only believe what sounds like God. I only believe my thoughts when my thoughts align with the word of God. Hallelujah. So, I subdue every other thought because I have in me the greater one. I have in me the greater one. So, I have overcome the world. The greater one is in me. So, I must live by this reality. The greater one is in me. I must remind myself, greater, greater. Again, it's a comparison round. Comparison. God has compared. God has happy to compare. That greater, greater, <laughs> greater, 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 greater. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So whatever the world has to offer, whatever fear they have to offer, the one in me is greater and I must sleep by this reality.
Glory to Jesus. The greater one is in you. So you pass them. Hmm? There's this song. It's not by a Christian singer, but I will sing it. Ati juwan lo wo. Juwan lo wo. Juwan lo. A juwan lo. My kids are going everywhere, so I'll be, we manage it, okay? Juwan lo. Juwan lo wo. Yishoro wa ye yi na eprifu. Ati juwan lo. Imagine. I don't believe I'm singing it. I don't believe I'm singing it. Ati juwan lo. You are the juwan lo race. You are the race that passed them. You are the overcoming race. You are the winning race. You must believe it. Now, the world waits till they blow for they sing the songs. You know, when, when, when the mission now blows, and now start singing, money don't come, plenty money, ego. Amen. When they finally blow, they begin to sing, sing their blow songs. Okay, at the Juan Law after blowing. But you, when you came into Christ, you came into the Juan Law race, you must begin to see it and, and believe it. Don't wait till you have money in your hands. That by time time is too it's late. It's no longer, it's no longer, it's not hope again. Hope, hope, hope that is sin is not hope. Hope that is sin is no longer hope. Okay? Begin to believe your realities now. I can create wealth. I can manage resources. I can solve problems. Okay? Believe it. Own it. Say it. Hallelujah. So the way God puts you ahead in life is by the greater one on your inside. The greater one is in you to put you ahead in life. The greater one is in me to put me ahead in life. <laughs> the greater one is in me to put me ahead in life. So the way God puts you ahead in life is by intelligence, leading to moral excellence and ability, capacity to solve problems. You know, to have emotional intelligence under pressure, emotional intelligence under pressure, emotional intelligence under pressure, emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence under pressure. Like when we see Daniel in scripture, Daniel had a real deadline. No, people, are, people say deadline. It's not really deadline. They will not die. Eh? Daniel had real deadline. The king will kill him. Evidence of the problem. Kill him and his guys. So he, he had a real deadline. Okay? And God came through. Through Daniel. So when you have a deadline, remember, you have the greater one in you. People are saying real deadline. They did not die. You will not die in that deadline. Alright? Believe. Alright? So the chief, the chief activity of the Spirit of God, the chief activity, you know, it's not that, not that we fell down under the power. Please follow me. Are we still here? Are we still here? So the Holy Ghost chief activity in the believer, the Holy Ghost chief activity in the believer, it's not that we fall down during spirit move. It's not, it's not, it's not that we jump and scatter, scatter the room. It's not the goosebumps. Amen. It's real activity in us is intelligence. Solving problems. Moral excellence. Power to solve problems. So, the goosebumps and the falling and the rising, these are outward teasers to make us pay attention to what we have within. Oh, please hear me this morning. The falling, the jumping, the goosebumps, all we see outside, the outward drama, these are teasers to make us aware of what we have within, to make us pay attention to what we have within. Again, all the outward drama is to make us pay attention that there is something, some, something they saw. Okay, there is something more that we should pay attention to. So, don't get hung up on what happens outside. Pay attention to the spirit within. When you do this, you will go beyond. You go beyond just falling in church. You will solve problems. You will solve problems in your day-to-day -day life. It will show on the job. 
when you know I have in me the upper, I can lay hold of help. I can solve problems. I can know what to do. I can know how to, how to, how to, how to reply this mail. I can know how to go about it. I cannot solve this problem. They begin to take you ahead in life. Psalm 197 to 105. Psalm 197 to 105. Thank you, Lord. All right. Psalm 197 to 105. Put on your mic, Tolila. Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insights than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than all the others, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path, so that I may obey your word. I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I get understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I eat every wrong path. Look at this. The word... Is it right? He says, how oh, I love your law. I feed on your word all day long. He says, they have made wiser than my enemies. That by feeding, by feeding on, on your word, by dining with the spirit of God, I have become wiser than my enemies. He says, I have become wiser, wiser than my teachers also. I have become even wiser than my teachers. Because what? I meditate on your statues. Hallelujah. He says, I have more understanding than the others. I have more understanding than even the others. So, I'm wiser, wiser than my enemies, than teachers, than elders. That by, by, by communication, by union, by fellowship with the Spirit of God, in study, in intimacy, in word and prayer, I am wise. That when people deal with me, they are sensing in my communication superior wisdom. In how I deal my relationships, in how I use my tongue, <laughs> in how I reply to a situation to people, to my loved ones, husband, wife, colleague, in how I think and how I make choices, it is clear that there's wisdom at work here. So, if I am following God, I, I suppose get sense. <laughs> I suppose actually wise. And it should show. You shall want it. You shall want it. Joshua 1.8 Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Look at that. So it says by working with God, by doing the word, by feeding on scripture, by, by, by anchoring on the intimacy with God, it says it's, this is not magical. It's, people miss it. People think that people think that, that you just read scripture and you just check your account money and set the account. That's not the way it works. That the word of God and following God will make me wise. So that I make wise choices. I make wise decisions. So, so it's why we must be careful to be making wise choices. This is not the word. The word says just be in your 20s, live anyhow, just enjoy ball and all that. You figure, figure that in the future. <laughs> don't be so 
you deliberately make wise choices. Why? You have in you the Spirit of God. So this wise choice that you make by working with God will make you prosperous and successful. Meaning that over time, when we trace your track record, we will see growth, more and more success, prosperity, peace of mind, because you are obeying God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 3, 10 to 17. 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 You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution. Take it again. Read, read, read it slowly because they are important, important learnings. Okay. 2 Timothy 3, 10 to 17. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings. What kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra? The persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evildoers and impostors will go from bad to us, deceiving and being deceived. Hmm. But as for you, okay. But as for you, continue in what you have learned, and have become convinced of, because you know, you know those from who you've learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for everything. Hallelujah. He says the word may act crazy. They will go from bad to worse. But you remember. Remember what you have learned. Remember what you have seen in scripture. Remember what taught you. Remember how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for, which are make you wise for salvation. He says the scriptures make you wise. That as you do scripture, it will show to the world that you are wiser. You will behave differently. You will talk differently. You will act differently. It will show that you are carrying you superior wisdom. Alright? And a tree is known by its fruit. By their fruits we shall know them. Okay? Wisdom is known by our children. Wisdom is known by our results. So that you are wiser will show in your family life. Mm. To show in the, in, the, in the joy in your home, in the peace in your home, in the love in your home, that the wisdom will show. Hallelujah. It says, all scripture is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting and for training righteousness, so that, so, that, so that the man of God, that you may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the word of God, working with God's spirit makes you wiser. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we'll see in Ephesians 1, 7 and 8. That he says, he has lavished us with wisdom and understanding. Understanding there is, understanding there is, is fruitness again. Practical wisdom for everyday life. He has given us in the spirit, by the spirit. He gives us on a, on a daily, as, as we lay a demand on it, practical wisdom with which we live out in Christ's life on a regular basis. So we must lay hold, make a demand on fruitness. Practical wisdom by the spirit practical decision making by the Holy Ghost. How should we go about this? 
how should we solve this? What should we do now about this situation? How do I reply to this person? You know, practical wisdom in the will of God. Glory to Jesus. So when they told when, when they told Daniel, when they gave Daniel the when they gave them the king's meal, okay? They gave them the king's meal, like you must eat this meal because if you don't eat it, if you don't, if you don't look fresh, the king will deal with us. You must look fresh. So eating this meal is how you look fresh. What, 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 what's practical wisdom then? Practical wisdom is to tell the tell the tell the butler, see, I understand what I understand what you're saying. If I don't look good, you're in trouble. So that makes sense. Okay? But let's do a trial. Just give me 10 days. Just give me 10 days. Let's do a trial for 10 days. Let me eat this and this and this. Just give me a trial for 10 days. And now come back and see. Practical wisdom. He didn't just say, ah, eh, I need Jemo. Kill me if you want to kill me. I'm not going to mm, practical wisdom. Okay. I will not bow, but I will not look worse. Do you understand? So they give you a deadline at work. You're a marketer. And they say, we need you to meet 10 million deadline by the end of the month. You now see your mates cutting corners, um, sleeping with chief, you know, going to this person, meeting this Yahoo boy. Okay? You're now saying, ah, but, but I cannot meet Yahoo boy. I cannot sleep with chief. I cannot defraud. Will I not, 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 not meet my deadline? No, no, no. You have to now look for practical wisdom in Christ. Practical wisdom that God will give you to miss that deadline. So don't, don't just say, eh, I'm poor because I'm, 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 I'm saved. That's, that's nonsense talk. You will go deep into your in Christ realities and pull out wisdom for every day to solve problems. Are we communicating this morning? Good. So your good choices, good thinking, and capacity to solve problems compounds over time to produce in you an extraordinary life. Good choices, good thinking, solving problems compounds over time. Again, deliberately like compounds. Meaning that I'm, I'm also wake up tomorrow morning and blue. Amen. And do a new app that solves the worst problems. They compound over time. Meaning as you apply yourself on a regular basis to make good choices over time, it will compound to produce over time an extraordinary life. And this should be, this should be testament of the believer. This should be testament of the believer. That his commands has made me wise and put me over in life. This will be a testimony over the years. Over the years, because it compounds. Then when I look back, I will say, wow, his commands has made me wise and they have put me over in life. The Holy Ghost is a genius. If you walk with him, it will make you look like one. The Holy Ghost is a genius. If you walk with him, it will make you look like one. The Holy Ghost is a genius. If you walk with him, it will make you look like one. Remember Elijah? Okay? They were planning, another, the enemy king were planning the things in their room. And God will tell the prophet, this is where they will be, this is where they will be. The Holy Ghost is a genius. If you walk with him, make you look like one. What about Solomon? Solomon was so wise, people would come to come and, to come and visit him to just see his wisdom, see his, his wisdom in his play. It wasn't just oral wisdom. They, was, they could see it in Israel. The, 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 the order in Israel, the excellence, the class, the prosperity of Israel. They came from far and wide and wide to see Solomon's wisdom in expression. What did Christ say? Christ says, greater than Solomon, greater than Solomon is here. Christ says, greater than Solomon is here. That was what you saw in Solomon is small compared to what is available to the man in Christ. We must 
place a demand on the wisdom of God available in the believer. Amen. Okay? We partake of the divine nature so we can know things. Christ told Peter, cast your net right side. Okay? <laughs> Intelligence. Intelligence. This is where the fish is. Cast your net there now. Not tomorrow morning. Intelligence. Knowing what to do in the moment. Knowing what to do when the need arises. Cast your net there. He did. And caught fish. Christ is going to a place and he will know their thoughts. Intelligence. Intelligence. He fed thousands. Because the Bible says he knew what he would do. So there's a knowing what to do that is available because you're in Christ that you must lay deliberate hold of. Hallelujah. So when you when you feel stuck, you're not completely stuck. You are you are is yet. I don't know. I don't know what to do yet, but I will know. I don't know what to do yet, but give me time. I will know. Just give me give me a while. I will know. Right. I will know what to do. I'm never stuck. If I'm stuck for a moment, I will know what to do. Hallelujah. So being born again is the beginning of developing your spirit. Being born again is the beginning of developing your spirit. It's not, it's not, the, it's not, the, it's not the end point. You know, it's the beginning of beginning to develop your capacity in these things. When you, when you believe, now, this where people, people get in trouble. People get saved today, okay? And they hear these things. They, they don't know how to, how to make it work. Now says a lie. Relax, okay? As newborn babes, what... That is the same of the word may grow by the of the word that you may grow thereby, meaning that there's a growth to do. <laughs> when you become when you get to this, when you become saved, you are born into salvation, you are born a newborn babe. There is a growing to do. There is a mastery to attain. So as newborn babes, that was the same of the word that you may grow thereby. Meaning, don't just say it did not work, learn how it works. Grow. Grow. Apply yourself to develop your spirit. Apply yourself to what? Develop your spirit. Okay? Action points. Action points. Place a demand on the spirit within to lead you. To give intelligence in your daily affairs. Always place a demand on the spirit. Expect it. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. 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 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. You see that? Don't lean on your understanding alone. Trust in the Lord. Put your ways before Him and He will direct your path. So place a demand on the Spirit for guidance and intelligence. Always place a demand. Check with the Spirit of God. Ask questions. Lay hold of the help available in you. Right? Oh, number two. Number two. Develop your capacity, capacity to, 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 to receive intelligence from God. Develop, develop your ability to hear God. Develop your ability to hear God. Develop it. Develop it. Maximize it. How? Intimacy with God. Intimacy by study. Spend time in the Word. Give time to prayer. You know, feed on the word. Stay in prayer. I'm not saying you might, I'm, I'm not saying to be in your room all day praying. I'm saying you can be in touch with God all day. 
I'm saying you can be in tune all day. You can be spirit conscious all day. Aware all day that it lives in you. So you are maintaining a close connection by meditation and by prayer all day. Because I can easily pick more prompts from someone I know than from someone I don't know. I know more, know more by intimacy. For example, when we were children, remember how our parents taught us to learn to pick singers by the eyes they give you? When, when, mom, when mom gives you one eye, you know what that eye means. That eye means tobacco, beni, sing, umajagwa. Okay? You are, at, you are at a party and you're sharing food. And you see your mom's eye, that eye means this food, I know it's in it. You know what that, she doesn't have to talk to you. It's just signals and signals, eyes, signals and mood. You know what it means. How? By intimacy. The sheep knows, you know, the sheep knows the shepherd's voice. How? Intimacy. So, I know God's voice better by intimacy. I spend time in the word and in tune with the Spirit. Okay, so I can pick his signals more because he really shouts. <laughs> it's, it's very, really dramatic. It's really dramatic. So, meaning, I will only make the best use of the Spirit within by understanding how to pick signals, moods, prompts. He rarely shouts. He mostly impresses. Impressions, perceptions, there's still small voice. Okay? His leadings have to be understood how? By intimacy. Hallelujah. Job 32.8. Job 32.8. Job 32.8. The spirit in man. Job 32.8. Job 32.8. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. Oh boy. So the Holy Ghost leads you, look at this. The Holy Ghost leads you by his spirit through your spirit. The Holy Ghost leads you by his spirit through your spirit. Meaning, his leadings are spiritual. His leadings are spiritual. Meaning, I must be aware, I must be spirit conscious. I must be spirit conscious. I can't be only led by what I see, what I, what I, what I, what I, what I hear. No, no, I must be within conscious. So, I'm led by the Holy Ghost within, by the breath of the Almighty. So, as I stay with God in prayer and study, you know, I enjoy His breath that gives me understanding. As I stay with God in prayer and in study, I enjoy His breath that gives me understanding. As I stay with God. As I stay with him in prayer and in study, I enjoy his breath that gives me understanding. Amen. Proverbs 27, Proverbs 20, 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 27. Proverbs 20, 27. The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's most. Again. God will lead you through his spirit by your spirit. So the leading comes from inside out. The leading comes from inside out. So I must, I must learn to meditate, to stay quiet, to pull out from me a leading. I must practice quietness. Know how to pull out from me a leading. Hallelujah. So desire these things. It speaks to your spirit. Learn to engage your spirit. Learn to engage within. Is your helper listen with the why the greater one lives in you? Decide to apply this. Apply yourself to reign in life. See, 
Power is dead without ambition. Power is dead without ambition. Power is dead without ambition. Power is what dead without ambition. So you must have ambitions that you can put that, that they can help you through. Do you understand? Let him bet in you ambitions that he can help you through. Let him bet in you dreams that he can help you through. Let him bet in you vision that he can help you through. Apply your desire it. Apply yourself to reign in life. It's not magic. You must apply yourself. Now, when David fought Goliath, David told the king, see, sword I cannot use, but I have something I can use. I have a, a tool I have practiced. See, it wasn't just a picked up sling that he never did before and threw sling and sling, sling met Goliath. No, he was a skilled slings man. Are you understanding this? David was a skilled slings man. So he picked a tool he was familiar with. A tool, he learned by the, a tool he learned by the Spirit of God. He learned something by the Spirit. And then used the anointing to throw the stone. But it was a skill he had in his hands. So what is the sling in your hands that will bring down your giants? Hmm. What is that sling that will bring down poverty? Lack. Amen. What is the sling that God will use in your hands to solve problems? You must apply yourself to develop your own sling. You must what? Apply yourself to develop your own sling. See, even if you are working, you are working today, you know, a job you don't like, starting points. But don't stay stuck in that job. You must find time to study and work, work your way to a new job. You must not stay there. Don't get used to it. Don't get stuck there. Remind yourself, this is not who I am. It pays my bills, right? But there's something more I'm working towards. You must move. Hallelujah. Apply yourself. All right? So, the skill you have in your hands, is what God will use at an opportune time to lift you up. The skill you have, is what God will use at an opportune time to change your story. Meaning that your Kairos moments depend on your, on your diligence in your Kronos moments. Your Kairos moments depend on on your diligence in your chronos moments. One more time. Your kairos moments depend on your diligence application in your chronos moment. God will breathe on what is in your hands. Hallelujah. So, this should be your testimony. Daniel 5. Let's start from Daniel 1. Daniel 1, 21. Daniel 1, 21. Daniel 1, 17 to 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 21. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them into his service, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them and he found none equal to Daniel, Ananiah, Michelle and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year. Hallelujah. They found them ten times better in all he asked them, in all he checked of them. Okay, why? The Holy Ghost had given them wisdom, understanding, being able to solve problems. Daniel 5. This should be your testimony. That interviewed you and they found you 10 times better. This is your, this is your divine favor. This is your divine favor. This is your divine favor. 
It's not, like, it's not like you failed. And I say, ah, we just like him, but you failed. No. Is that we found him. We found her 10 times better. Meaning that if I, if, I do, if I do interview and they don't call me back, I should go back and study more by the Holy Ghost. What went wrong? What should I do better? No, I can't. And I'm not a failure. No, I'm not a failure. Okay? I can't, I can't fail in life. No, what went wrong? I will go back and learn what I must learn by the Holy Ghost. That if they ever interview me, they must find me 10 times better. I must be the preferred one. This is my divine, divine favor. My divine favor is that I, by the Holy Ghost, applied myself to be able to solve problems and I became the preferred one. Daniel 5. Verse. From 10 to 14. 10 to 14. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. May the king live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. He did this because Daniel, whom the king called Belteshazzar, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge and understanding, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what the writing means. So the king, so 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 Daniel was brought before the king, and the king said to him, "Are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father, the king, brought from Judah? I have heard that the spirit of God is in you, and that you have insight, intelligence, and understanding." Look at that. This should be your testimony. That people say about you behind your back, call Deji, call Deji. Ah, when it gets hard, call Deji. <laughs> when things go south, call Tulayo. When things look great, call Wura. I get my point here. Call, no, no, call these guys. If you, if you need a problem to solve fast, excellently, call Dominion. It must happen today, call Tife. They are not there, but people are telling you, they are telling people, people of power, they are telling people, people in people in places that see, don't look so pale, no. Person could do them. Call Tolu, call Wura, call Tife. Call, call, call Bori, call, call Stephanie. This should be your testimony. So, this is the outworking of the Holy Ghost in you. That they will say, there's a man in your office in whom the Spirit of God. That guy, that guy talks, you know, they call it whiskey. Not whiskey, the whiskey, but you get, they call it, you know, wonder kid, whiskey. That there's a whiskey in your office. That guy will solve the problem. Then they will say, you have insights, keen understanding, outstanding wisdom. This is what you are called to be in your office. You must apply yourself to this. So lay hold of it every day. Genesis for 21, when Joseph solved the king's problem and was promoted, Joseph says, Now God has delivered me from my suffering. <laughs> Deliverance did not come by God dashing him money or on any promotion. He solved the problem by the Holy Ghost that took him out of problems. Solve the problem by the Spirit of God that took him out of suffering. So let God solve problems through you that the reward will take out of suffering. The reward that the reward of God solving problems through you is what takes you out of lack and need. So lay hold of this every day on the job, learning that skill, preparing for that exam. Okay? In your daily conversation relationship, lay hold of it. Tell yourself, the Spirit of God is in me. My helper is not only nigh, my helper is within me. Hallelujah. My helper is not only near, my helper is within. 
My helper is not just near me, my helper is in me. Okay, so I have all the help I need today. I have all the help I need to put me over today. I am intelligent. I have keen intellect. I solve problems. I make wise choices. The spirit within me helps me reign in life. Remind yourself of this every day. Rehearse these confessions in your mind. Rehearse these confessions in your mind. Rehearse them in your mind. The spirit of God in me puts me over in life. So I reign in life. My helper is not just here. My helper is within me. He has made me intelligent. I solve problems. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Give God praise. Give him praise. If the word has blessed you, give him praise. If the word has blessed you, you give God praise. What a rich word. What a very good word this morning. Give him praise. Thank you for his holy written word. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.